Monday night. It's not usually our Thursday night slot, but we had to get in the NBA play-in matchups, and we are going to be talking a lot about the play-in matchups. I think this play-in has more of a – it's got some juggernauts in it, people that you normally wouldn't see in the play-in or playing in the, these matchups. And, you know, we had to get the content out to you guys to see <laughs> – how it's all going to shape out. So I'm going to ask the fellas, starting with the West, because we all agree this was a little bit more compelling with LeBron and Steph leading the charge. Uh, what they have in terms of seven and eight, nine and ten matchups, and who can they see, you know, maybe getting on a hot streak and winning two games or just, you know, with the seven and eight doing what they're supposed to do. And uh, I'm going to start with you, P. Bush. Where do you see these playing matchups in the West going? First of all, I got to shout out Adam Silver real quick because this is yes, a genius sir. idea. Um, you know, I think that for about I, I forget how many years David Stern was there. It might have been around 30, but I feel like there was just minimal changes. Um, really, the only big changes that you saw was free agency and uh, flopping. I feel like those are the two things that David Stern brought to the table. Um, not that he, you know, he expanded the game internationally, but that was likely on the back of the players. But Adam Silver is legitimately taking some some risks. Um, and I, I think the bubble paved a great way for this. So, look, man, we got a mini March Madness in the NBA. I think, you know, that's a proper name for it. This is a, It's going to be a hell of a couple games. Um, but, Sean, like you said, dude, the West is way more compelling. Who would have thought that, you know, the 2016 NBA Finals matchup would be playing in a play-in game, man, LeBron versus Steph Curry. <laughs> you know, I, I would have never guessed that uh, in a million years, but – we all know why they're both there. You know, injuries across the board. Um, Clay Thompson being out for the year, obviously. Not that he's the biggest impact, but James Weissman has been hurt in and out. Um, they just haven't been able to get consistent ball out of anyone really outside of Curry, who's, in my opinion, actually having his best season of his career right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you can really debate that. I mean, he's obviously had other good years, but... And then we know the Lakers, man. The, you know, AD and LeBron, you know, the, the definition of load management around their injuries, rightfully so. They can, you know, steal a quick game uh, out, of, out of Curry right here. And I got to pick him, man. I mean, I don't, I don't see Curry. Yeah, he's probably going to pop off for 40. I think we can all agree that he's going to try and put the team on his back. But, you know, knowing he has kind of a safeguard of a second game that he could win, you know, he's going he's gonna to go all out, but he knows at the end of the day, he has a second shot against two teams that he has a better outcome of possibly beating in the Grizzlies and Spurs. So I do have the Lakers taken this game. Um, I think that they'll just force anybody besides Steph Curry to score the ball, and we know how inconsistent that could be. So, Zoo, I'm, I'm guessing you agree with me on that game. <laughs> Absolutely. Not even a question, man. I watched that entire fourth quarter Golden State Warriors versus Memphis Grizzlies game to see the potential future matchups of these potential playing games. And I am not impressed with the Grizzlies. I am <laughs> not impressed with the Grizzlies. I wasn't even that impressed with the Warriors, man. The Warriors did not look that good outside of Steph Curry, who had an off game in the first three quarters with Dylan Brooks actually playing some pretty physical defense. Yeah, pretty he impressive. found out, I think. Yeah, yeah he found out. The minute he found out, <laughs> he the did. Grizzlies lost because they lost their best perimeter defender. And yep, Steph yeah. Curry against these bigger guards that you have to put these bigger guards <laughs> on to try to slow them down. Slowed him down a little, and then the minute he got off, boom, Steph Curry went off. But the Lakers, they got some big wings. You got you can have Contavious Caldwell Pope on him. You might even have put some LeBron James on him for a couple oh, yeah. of possessions. Like Absolutely. you can have a lot of these bigger guards. You can put Kyle Kuzma. You can have all these bigger wings to 
give Steph Curry different types of looks. Don't give a small little point guard uh, guarding Steph Curry to, to slow him down. So the, the Lakers defense, top five defense, and all you got to do is narrow down on one player. One player. Because Steph Curry doesn't got a sidekick. Andrew Wiggins ain't no sidekick, yeah. man. Like Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre Jr. Oh, this roster. This is an MVP He's a side type story, season. Zoo. Yeah, this He's is a side like, story. Yeah, like this is an MVP caliber season that Steph Curry has done because he pulled Absolutely. a bunch of garbage to the eighth seed. Like legit, <laughs> this this roster yeah. technically is better than last year's roster by a little. You get a little Kelly Oubre in, in there, but the, if you look at the overall roster, it's pretty similar than last year. And you know what happened last year? They got the number two overall pick, man. They're a bottom three <laughs> team without Steph Curry. And Clay yep. Thompson this year with Steph Curry back, he put on an absolute beautiful performance this season. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping he makes the playoffs because I want to see Steph Curry in the playoffs putting on a one-man Iverson show. Man. show man. He hasn't had that responsibility in a long time to score, pretty much put up 30 to 30 shot attempts a game. He's going to have yeah. the green light to do that. So, obviously, the Lakers – they're going to be taking care of business, man. LeBron and AD, they're both back, man. You see they got their chemistry. Man, they got two games under their belt. I feel good about that. LeBron tweaked the ankle again, but it's one of those little tweaks that doesn't affect them at all. So LeBron and AD going to take care of business. This is a game seven pretty much because pretty much yep. single elimination game. LeBron don't lose game sevens. He just doesn't lose game sevens. And you got AD. Come on now. Yep. I mean – yeah, yeah. With, with with them both coming back healthy, I don't think you can write them off. And and even if they were to lose to the Warriors, like let's say, it's very possible that Curry pops off and beats them. I mean, you could go it, for a fifty piece, yeah. It, exactly, <laughs> it's possible. I'd say it's the most possible upset that that is that is out there in this play-in game. I know that yeah. you know it's kind of from the Spurs to the Lakers is a huge jump in talent and and coaching. You know, co- I shouldn't say coaching because Popovich is a great coach, but you know. There's, it's, it's just, it's such a wide range of talent in the West, you know, going from seven to 10. Um, but looking at that nine, 10 game, man, the Grizzly Spurs, you know, the Spurs, man, they're in a transition year. Um, you know, De- DeRozan's really the only reason that they're, that they're even relevant. Um, I'm actually kind of, I'm kind of pissed that the Pelicans didn't make it, man. I mean, that's exactly. actually no, really embarrassing. two young all-stars and they can't be an old creaky San Antonio Spurs team transitioning <laughs> yeah. from the Popovich era, Tim uh, Duncan era, to the yeah. DeRozan era. Right. Stop. Like, like yeah. what's going on? And, and I would have loved to have seen Grizzlies Pelicans, man. That would have oh, been a great Zion matchup versus to watch. Ja, one versus Zion, two. Ja. They got Triple J back, man. He's playing pretty well right now. Um, but look, I got the Grizzlies pretty much. I don't, I don't want to say stomping the Spurs, but I think they'll hand them a pretty, pretty hefty loss. Um, and you know, that, that, so that right now puts the Lakers in automatically from what, you know, zoo, you and I were saying that puts them in at the, uh, against the Suns. That'll be, that'll be interesting. And then I got the Grizzlies going up to, to play the, uh, to play the Warriors, man. So that, that's. This is the game where I got an upset, man. I got the Grizzlies knocking off the Warriors. Hmm. And I'm trying to say Did this you not Zoo watch the game the past weekend? It's one game. Another game can change, man. That's no, all that's all that the matters. The Grizzlies are a young, young team that doesn't know how to close games yet. Sure. That's they fine. do not know how to close games and out. And John Morant, his jump shot is still not there yet. He's still a 
he's not a good yeah, shooter. Still like, second he's, year he's good at everything, but he's just not a good shooter yet. And in the pl- in, in these playoff type <laughs> situations, the paint's gonna be harder to get to. So you gotta be able to hit perimeter well, jump shots. And I don't know, John not. Moran. Clearly not, because Jonas dropped like 30 and 16 on them. So he's gonna dominate the Warriors down low, man. And I know you hate big men. That's fine. I don't give a damn because that's the team that's in front of Steph Curry. If he were to lose against the Lakers and the Grizzlies win, that's who he's going to have to play up against. That's one of the best defensive teams in the league. They like to get up and run. They're in your face. If Dylan Brooks does not fall out this game, it's going to be a way different outcome, man. And and you want to know what, Zoo? They saw what they're going to have to play against. They saw pretty much everything that they can put out there because it's really just Steph Curry. They know all of what the Warriors can do, and it's really all on his back. So if you can force him to you know take some bad shots, and I know he – takes bad shots all the time and they go in, you know, according to your average NBA casual, they're a bad shot, but for him, it's not. Um, but look, man, I think that Valanciunas is going to cause problems. Um, I just don't believe in any secondary quote unquote, secondary options that the Warriors have. And I just think that the Grizzlies are an overall more balanced team. That's fine because Curry showed him he had to pop off in that game. Um, you know, he dropped what 46 in that game. So you think he's going to drop 46 again? If I mean, he takes very... 35 shots. Yeah, if he, <laughs> if he takes 30-plus shots, man, he's getting 40. Especially, getting after 40. Trying to, especially after trying to beat the Lakers in, in the game right before it. Yeah. You know, the Grizzlies are going to have more energy. They're playing against a slower team in the first game in the Spurs than the Warriors are playing against the Lakers. The Warriors are going to be a lot more tired, in my opinion, than the Grizzlies will be. So I, I think of all the upsets, this one's going to be the one that I could see happening just because – I'd love to see, man, the new blood versus the the OG in, in Steph Curry versus Ja Morant, man. It's it's a great matchup in itself. I think Ja will step up to the plate, Zoo. I think he's going to have a nice 2010 game, and, and he's going to pull it out, man. He's going to pull it out. Nah, man. I have zero faith. I'm having deja vu from last year, man. Play-in tournament opportunity to get the eighth seat, and they're going to lose to the better shooting point guard, a.k.a. last year in Dame Dallas, this year in Steph Curry. At least the Blazers had other options, man. The Warriors have literally nobody. Nobody. I don't I don't give a damn. I watch the Grizzlies offense, man. You know what they do? <laughs> Valanchunas is their is gonna be their leading scorer in every single one of these games. If Jonas Valanchunas is your go-to guy in the fourth quarter, you're not gonna win that many games. He's a nice player. He's a he's a double-double machine, 17 and 12. He's a big fella. He's gonna dominate the bank as the Warriors without James Wiseman. They don't have a like a true center to play mm-hmm. defense. And obviously the rim protection on the Warriors, not there at all. So he's going to be able to dominate the paint. But looking at that Grizzlies team, they got no perimeter like guys that could get it done from the perimeter. Like, you know, Kyle, like Grayson like, Allen. Oh my Lord. <laughs> Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson's your small forward. Nah. Dylan Brooks is a nice little role player, man. He can play defense, hit an open three, but as your primary wing scores, is is Brooks and Anderson? Triple That's J? their lack of oh, Triple J. He can be irrelevant, man. He's a, he's a nice rim protecting big that can hit hit a three. Like like on offense, do you know what I see, man? 
He's irrelevant on offense, man. I forget he's in the game sometimes. He pulls a Lowry market and disappears from the game, man. That's what he's been doing almost all year, bro. Uh, what are you, what are you talking about? Get out of here. Jackson, Jared Jackson, true that little funny looking three ball. Like it actually goes in sometimes, but he's just a chucker for threes on offense, man. Defensively, he's a monster, but offensively, okay. he's an irrelevant basketball player, especially in the playoffs. So I'm saying, had, like, John, John Morant needs to go off. He needs to dominate the game. It's from yeah. a wing position. They ain't got nobody, Kyle Anderson. You believe hey, in man. Kyle Anderson? I have zero faith in Kyle Anderson. I, I got I zero believe faith in, in as their primary wing scores. I believe in their team chemistry and overall more than I do the Warriors coming off of an already high-intensive game. I mean, these are one-and-done eliminations. It's very high-intensive, and I think that the Grizzlies are coming off just way in a way better situation beating the Spurs in my situation than the Warriors are losing to the Lakers. I think that's – look, man, he doesn't like losing to LeBron, Steph Curry. I think we can all agree to that. You know, he they, they, they get along, but on the court, man, like they're going at each other's throats at the end of the day. That's going to take a lot out on Curry if he's going to have to go back-to-back 45-point games to win that's really what it took to beat the Grizzlies. I mean, he had to absolutely pop off to beat him, and he's going to have to do that to try and beat the Lakers. So, look, man, two games in a row of him doing that. I know he's done it a couple times this year. But like he's you said, man, roll, man, when no one else is helping him, I mean, Wiggins is going to have to at least give him 25. 20 points. 20 you know, points. he's going to have to at least give him 20, 25. And that's really their only option of making it into the playoffs, I think, is, is into the top eight is if he has – you know, a solid Robin game. He needs to have a nice little Robin game, not be inconsistent and, and have an efficient game. He can't be dropping 25 on like, you know, 40% shooting. He needs to be taking good shots in order for them to win. Well, look, it it comes down to defense zoo. I know you hate defense, but it ends up being a difference maker uh, in some games, man. And that's, that's why I'm taking the upset, man. Taking the upset. It's going to be a close one though. Yeah, but I have a feeling Draymond Green in the playoffs, he's a different basketball player in the he playoffs. Is. He's yep. he's a he pretty much plays more point guard yeah. more than Steph Curry, the way Steph Curry moves off the ball, more like a traditional shooting guard. And with Draymond yeah. Green's passing ability, this year he's having a career high over eight assists a game. I feel like he could control the pace, have Steph Curry play off ball even more to make him a primary scorer. Because Steph Curry We'll need 30, 35 points to get it done against this Grizzlies roster right now. So that's what I see what they're going to run. And I'm, you got me on Wiggins because Wiggins can't wet the bed and pull a 10 point game. Like Wiggins needs to drop 20 plus points. And he got to drop that because the dude's making over $30 million a year. (laughs) You make over $30 million. You got (laughs) to drop at least 25 points. Oh my, (laughs) 25 points a game. So. I, I give you Andrew Wiggins. I do not really trust him. His lack of Do you of trust ability. anybody else on that team? Besides I trust, I, I trust Draymond Green. I trust Steph He ain't Curry. giving you no points, though. I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah Draymond no Green offensively is a little yeah. offensively challenged on the yeah. scoring area. His three-point shot give you is that. gone. I give you that. But the Grizzlies on offense, too, it's a little ugly, man. It's, it's a little ugly. Links. They all, all have to play. Okay, it's 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 Valanciunas in the post dominating, and then, and then it's John Morant creating everything for everyone. Okay, that's. Yeah. I'm just saying. I it don't pretty really much trust comes him. down. It pretty much comes down to this. Like, okay, Ja, if Ja and Steph go crazy, you cancel them out, and then Jonas and Andrew Wiggins Wiggins have some like games that are equally. Then if you look to the third guy, you're looking at Draymond, 
I tend to go with Memphis because JJ at least has more skill and could come out of his shell. Nah, maybe. Over Draymond. Game, Draymond's not Draymond Green enough. greater than Triple J, man. In a playoff type atmosphere. I'm not, I'm not debating a, that, but I just look, don't know. Triple J disappears. When I watch Grizzlies game, I forget he's in the game sometimes. He's been man. hurt, though. Because half the time he's injured, and even when he plays, I forget he's playing. Because he's chilling in the corner. Like, on offense. I don't know what he does in offense. He's coming like, off an ACL tear. I don't, I, mean, I don't give a damn, man. I yeah, don't well, give a damn. Oh, Triple J. This this also happened at Michigan State. I remember him in Michigan uh, State, man. The guy disappears, man. In the NBA on offense. He disappears, man. He wow, pulls really? on a Laurie Market and disappearing act, man. Watch, he's gonna uh, don't, you dare, don't you dare compare him to Laurie Market. Don't you dare. On offense, yeah, Laurie's a better shooter. <laughs> Laurie's a way better shooter. You already know who yeah. Laurie's comparison is, man. Oh, my Lord, don't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. You already know his comparison, it. man. He's a poor, he's a, uh, he's a, I guess, a rich man's Davis Bertans. Uh, yes. Yes. Hey, and they have better seating. They have better seating than the Bulls, they actually too. Do. They actually <laughs> do. That's oh crazy. <laughs> yo, let's not get into that, but yo, some of, the, some of those players for that you guys traded for are actually balling. So, oh. Vucevic better come up in a big way next year. It's going to be some questions for I, think I don't even know will. who the GM is. He better. Ah, stop that. I, I, no, I, no, I have no thoughts about Wendell Carter Jr. being a Chicago Bulls uniform. Glad that dude is gone, man. Yeah, sometimes people of, just need a change of scenery. So, yep. Yeah, man. But man, but speaking of Bertans, man, we're going to the Wizards versus Ooh. Boston game. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, this, is, this is a game I'm hyped about because you know yep. why? Because I had the Wizards going to the playoffs and they made me look a little smarter than I thought because in the beginning of the year, they make me look like an idiot. But I yeah. believed in Westbrook and Bradley Beal, the two All Stars in the Eastern Conference. You got to make the playoffs, right? You got to make the playoffs. They got the that. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what the uh, – Sam Van Gundy, I don't know what the hell happened. That team's way too talented not to be a top-10 team. But, oh, my Lord, Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook. I got to give Westbrook props, man. He legit dragged this team with mm-hmm. Bradley. He's the, be- he's the best player on the team right now. Like, his yeah. ability to create on offense, like, I don't know about the playoff situations. He gets a little stupid, man, get a little dodo bird in the playoffs, try to do too much, try to create for his is. teammates. So, is, yeah. I don't know about – but this is a one-game situation. Yeah. And Westbrook in one game, he he's going to get 20 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, easy. And hopefully Bradley Beal's hamstrings are, like, doing better because he's right. coming off injury. So if, if something happens with that hamstring, if it's just Russell Westbrook with a bunch of Daniel Gaffords out there, I'm going to be a little worried, even against the <laughs> Boston Celtics. Like, Boston Celtics are without Jalen Brown. Yep. That is massive. OB Tatum, Kemba Walker has been – atrocious on the Boston Celtics. Yep. He got paid 140 and he got injured. He started Jeez. sucking. Like Terry Rozier looks like the better basketball player right now. So Terry, I'm, Terry, just like, baby. I'm just like, oh, Kemba Walker, what a waste of money. So it's going to be Jason Tatum and a bunch of nobodies and Russell Westbrook. And if Bradley Beal shows up, I'm taking the Washington Wizards over yep. the Boston Celtics right now. The momentum, their ability on offense right now is actually surprisingly is pretty impressive. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Scott Brooks because that dude, I don't think he coach at all. Like, I think Scott Brooks, one of the, I don't even know how the man has a job because that dude's really? offense, oh man, his offense it has no creativity, man. Do you know what I call his offensive sets? 
NBA 2K, stuff why I do in 2K. <laughs> high pick and roll every time. Yeah, isolation. High, pick and, roll, high it, pick and roll isolation. Like, legit, I could call these plays on offense. No creativity at all on this Washington Wizards all you roster. Need is rush. Yeah, as for new, what Scotty Brooks says, Scotty Brooks thinks he's like a top two point guard of all time, which is blasphemous. But I like the confidence <laughs> his own point guard. But I'm looking at the roster, like, like I got, I got to shout out Rui Hachimura as yeah. as a young, as a young player. This guy has stepped up his game. Like Rui Hachimura is putting up 14.6 rebounds a game. Like he's a nice complimentary wing player. Like he's not a bomb. Like I know you hate on Davis Bertans, man, but he's a sniper, man. <laughs> He's a sniper, and yes. all you gotta do is just have him space the floor for Russ and Bradley Beal. He got one yep. job. He doesn't even need to play him with that much defense, man, because he gotta have to win by outscoring you. So Davis Patons camping your corner. So you're looking at this Russ, like even I gotta shout out Daniel Gafford, Robin Lopez, is a nice traditional center. Rolo. Yeah, he got a little. I, I even like his ugly looking jump hook, man. His little <laughs> jump hook actually sometimes goes in. So after that. Nobody else matters. So you got a couple of nice bigs, the two stars and Russ and Beal. And I think it'll get it done against the Celtics team. That is real yeah. right now. It's 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 all gonna come down to who's hotter. You know, is Tatum hot enough to carry them through? You know, he'll need just, 40, man. He'll need he'll need no Jalen Brown. That's 25 he's, a game. He's gonna have to do a Steph Curry impression, man. I he, this team is now all on his back. I don't think Kemba's gonna step up, man. He really hasn't since he's been there. Um, you know, he blew a lot of people's uh, uh, bubble brackets last year again with his uh, performances against the Heat. Oh, I remember, and, uh, man. I bet on the Celtics, man. I believed in the horrible Celtics. Bat. Horrible Walker. bat. Kemba Walker. But, but look, man, the Jalen Brown loss is huge, and, and that's really what it comes down to. They would not be in the play-in right now if they hadn't lost him. I, I genuinely don't think so. Um, and, you know, losing him, man, that's their second best, that's their second best player. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, you're playing up against two of arguably the most prolific scorers in the league in Russ and Bradley Beal outside of Curry. Um, and look, man, I think Beal's going to pop off. I, barring and Zoo, you made this this big stipulation, is if his hamstrings are healthy. Because every time I've seen him, he's reaching behind and grabbing one of his back legs, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, man, here it goes again. But look, <laughs> they're one of the hottest teams in the last 10 games. I mean, they are – they're flying right now. I thought they were going to be a nine or 10. Somehow they sneak into the eight to the point where they don't even have to play to win two games to get in. All they got to do is beat the Celtics. And I, and I, and I got them too. Zoo. I got, I got the wizards going through. Um, I think that, you know, the Jalen Brown loss counterbalances it out, but I trust two all-stars versus Tatum and scrub in Kemba Walker. Hate to call him a scrub, but it is a fact of how he's playing right now. But you want to know it's a sad game. I think it's even more sad than the Grizzlies Spurs, yeah, man. The worst Pacers one. and Hornets. Two teams that have really fallen off in the last 10 games, kind of the opposite of the Wizards. Yeah. You can't really blame the Pacers, though. I mean, they've, they've lost everybody, man. Miles Turner's out. Lavert's been hurt. Sabonis has been hurt. Brogdon's been hurt. You know, I I got the Hornets moving on here. You got uh, the Hornets? I, I got yeah, the Hornets moving on here, man. I think Miles Bridges is just unbelievable, man. He's You want to talk about another young guy that's really stepped up? Like Bertans, but he has stepped up for the, this Hornets team. And man, I, I just want to hear their announcers at the end of the day, man. I just want to hear the Horn <laughs> Hornets announcers. Um, but I think that Lamelo and Bridges and uh, Rozier and crew, they'll just kind of they'll be running up and down the court way faster than the Pacers are using used, used to playing. Um, and I just I got them going through, man. I the, they've been 
they've been a little off lately, the Hornets. I mean, they were like a They lost five straight games five in a row, going man. into the game, playing and, tournament. And now they got their back against the wall, and they're playing against a very battered-up team in, in, in Indiana. So I think they'll end up pulling it out. Um, I think this will help Lomelo gain a little bit of confidence. You know, I know it's not a true playoff atmosphere in a series sense, but it is like, you know, he didn't, he didn't play in college, man. So he's getting his little March madness right now. Um, so I, I do have the Hornets moving on in this one too. Wow. Don't tell me you got the Pacers. I, I got the Indiana Pacers, oh, man. Oh my God. I got the Indiana Pacers. I saw the, the Charlotte Hornets. They're just not a good basketball team, man. They're not a good basketball team. Like LaMelo Ball, rookie of the year, in my opinion. Like that, they got some nice young talent. Yep. But do you know what young talent does? They don't close games, they man. They, yeah. they make mistakes. They're a bunch of dudes out there. They're just playing based off athleticism and talent right now. Like they yeah. have a nice young court right now that's building that I think technically is ahead of schedule when they were when they were at the, like the seven eight seed. I was like, God damn, the Charlotte Hornets in the playoffs and my Chicago Bulls sitting at home right now. Yeah. Embarrassing. But so when they started losing all those games, regressing back to the main on my like, okay, that makes a little more sense. Since having them as the tenth seed, but I'm talking about this Pacer team is just a more talented team. Like Demontis Sabonis was an All Star. Yeah. Like I think he's a not like he's he, the guy was he's a legit post player and in the and pretty much in playoff basketball pace slows down. So big men matter a little more than a regular season. So Sabonis is obviously the best player. Karis LeVert, nice nice young player. I still don't know why. The Rockets traded Karis LeVert. Uh, I know. For Victor Oladipo, who didn't even want to be there. So they flipped him for Kelly Olinick. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Olinick. What the hell was the GM smoking in the Rockets, man? Should be fired. Tanking. For that. That's what he was doing. No, even tank with having a Ben Simmons on your roster and say you get Karis LeVert and you flip yeah. him for Worst nothing. Decision. So I don't know what they were doing. Bunch of idiots up there in H Town. They deserve to be bad. So you got Karis LeVert. You get the Holiday, one of the Holiday brothers, Dougie McBuckets. Man, shout out to Doug McDermott still be still in the NBA because all uh, the Chicago Bulls. That dude was sad, 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 sad. Like McBuckets was not McBuckets at all. So I'm, I'm looking at the roster. Like, give me that Malcolm Brogdon's injury. He has a right hamstring injury. Man, this guy, yeah, this guy, yeah, this guy is low key one of the most so underrated players. Yeah, Sabonis yeah. is questionable, man. Ah, uh, he playing? Be questionable, you playing? But the hamstring injury for Malcolm Bryant—that's, oh, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that. But I'm, I'm projecting that he's gonna gut it out and play this game because it's just one game, single game eliminations format. <laughs> this guy putting up a career year: twenty-one mm-hmm. points, five rebounds, six assists. God damn, quiet, man! Quietly nice year, man. Dude, like this guy. Can imagine if Milwaukee would have kept him. Dude, low-key, like this No, dude, no like, need to trade all those picks for Drew Holiday. Dude, exactly. low-key, because, like, this guy was an elite shooter. Like, this guy was one of the few players that actually shot 50, 40, 90. Yeah. Like, that still blows my mind. Like, yeah. Malcolm Brogdon's on a list with, like, Larry Bird, Steph Curry, Steve Nash, yep. KD, and then you see Malcolm Brogdon. What the hell is he doing on that list? Yep. Like, he that was pulled his last it off. year in Milwaukee. He, yeah, I don't know. Like, they, they let him go, and they replaced him with – Eric Bledsoe. Yep. Oh, my Lord. That was one of the worst decisions by the Bucks front office ever. And now I'm he's gone. Now I'm, surprised <laughs> that, I'm surprised Giannis didn't leave after that decision because that, <laughs> that was a tragedy. Like, Eric Bledsoe is just not a good basketball player. So, Malcolm Brogdon, like, this guy putting up a career year. I'm just looking at the talent roster. If their talent is all playing, 
with Karis LeVert. You got multiple 20-point scores on this roster. Yeah. Like LeVert, Brogdon, and Sabonis. Like that's 60 points right there. So, But they're all I, battered, man. Oh, uh, man, one day. This is, not, this is not a seven-game series. True. It's a one-game elimination, so you just got to gut it out this one game and try to move on so are they are they gonna be able to keep up with the hornets fast pace man i mean that's what it's gonna come down to yeah i'm I, just saying i, I do not I agree, like though, young teams you know the why because they remind me of the bulls too much man they go up again they blow True. games man like every, the charlotte i just don't believe in them <laughs> man fair. i don't believe in them it's like well, it's like them fair. like nice young roster but they're not there yet well and the pacers are a playoff team last year yeah pretty much were. the same roster pretty much the same roster yeah. like return that's except for only depot Exactly. Yep. So the big, the big loss for me though is Miles Turner. I think that's. that's oh yeah, massive I mean, loss. There's a rim protector. He is three huge blocks for them. Game. Three yeah. blocks a game. Absolute beast. I mean, Sabonis is going to have to play and play very well. He's going to have to have at least 25. I think Brogdon's going to have to do the same as long as they're both playing. Um, but yeah, I mean, Zoo. For me, it doesn't even matter because eventually I have the Celtics knocking off whoever wins that game. Um, I do have the Celtics knocking off in my situation, the Hornets. Um, I think that Tatum's just going to get absolutely – I think he's he's going to lose some confidence after losing to that Wizards team and just kind of down about losing Jalen Brown and all that. So I think he's going to come out and he's going to have his superstar game because at the end of the day, you're all about those superstars, Zoo, superstar wing players at that. Mm-hmm. And if they're playing either the Pacers or the Hornets, I'm taking the superstar of, of who's the best player on the court and Tatum is uh, across all three of those teams, Celtics, Pacers, yeah. and Hornets. He's the best player. Um, so he's gonna, he might not even have to put up 40 that game. I think he could put up a cool 30 to 35-ish, and they'd be totally fine. So I got the Celtics in, and I got the Wizards in, man. Those are my two Easter Conference teams. So, But I got the Wizards at the 7, and I got uh, ooh Jason Tatum versus uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. That should be interesting, man. Oh, man. That's be tough. Yeah. Man, I feel so bad for the Celtics. <laughs> Without Jalen Brown, the roster just doesn't look that good. Yeah, like you got Tatum and bunch of nobodies, man. I'm sorry, Kemba's part of the nobody hey, crowd. Hey, now, they man. got they He's got the, the the quote unquote the draft picks. Remember, and you know what's hilarious about the whole Celtics thing with just their regime, what they've done the last couple of years. Remember when they made that heist of a trade with the Nets? Yeah, and I they think they them. traded like KG, yeah. who else, Paul Pierce, at Paul like Pierce. The, the end and got those draft picks. And it's like now, and we don't know what Brooklyn's going to do, but it's just now, I don't even know how many years ago that was, four or five years later. Yeah. It is an entire 180 in terms of where the franchise Brooklyn. is. It's crazy. Brooklyn pulled a freaking 360, man. Yeah. All they needed was some cash and being in a big city. <laughs> yeah, no, that no. Helps. No, and they made and some smooth maneuver. Like they, they were they able did. to leverage a bunch of bat, like a, Levert. a bat, a late pick to get D'Angelo Russell as an asset. They they drafted like Harris Levert, got, yep. got a bunch of young talent like Joe Harris. You're right. Like they made some smart Flex, maneuvers, yeah, and yeah. they were all and they were all they were all late picks too. Like all yeah. these picks, like Jared Allen, he was a nice young player. Like all right. these picks were like super late picks because they didn't own any of their high first round picks. They shipped them all to the Boston Celtics, and the <laughs> funny part is. The Celtics hit. You hit on Jason Tatum. You hit on Jalen Brown. These are top yeah. three picks. These guys yeah. are all all-stars. And you got these two wing all-stars, and you're an eighth seed right now. So it's and just like to the heat. Yeah. They did. They should have made it. And then the they get injured. They, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like their team really messed up with the Al Horford. That Sorry, was a big one. Al Kemba. Horford. Like, and 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 then he went and signed with the 76ers for that huge deal. Then he got traded again. It's just like, yeah, that, I don't like, know. It's, 
I'm, I'm going to yeah. be interested to see and just watch the whole storyline of Tatum because they have. I think they got this year. I feel like maybe is a wash because Brown got hurt. But if they don't get stuff cracking, he's going to be that. You know, every summer there's a superstar that's disgruntled. He's going to be next. Yeah. And to me, he just doesn't even like come to the balls. He did. Yeah, he's <laughs> that could be that could be interesting. Like, if I had nice. to pick two, if, like, I could place down odds right now, like, where he would go next, it would be the Bulls or the Lakers. One of those two. I would put money down on either one. I'd be fine. Because I could totally be beautiful. Because I, I need a small forward right now. I need a small forward on my That's team right now. Like, true, I could get, get buckets, but, yeah. But, me, I'm paying the Indiana Pacer to upset the Celtics. Yep. Are you just, really? Yes, yes, yes I am. Yes, oh, I am. I had the Indiana Pacers before the season making the playoffs, and I'm keeping that pick. I'm keeping that pick. Wow. This right, Celtics roster. Right this there? Yeah. yeah, I'm keeping it. This Celtics roster, I just don't like it at all. Like, the talent Damn. level is so depleted. And I think, this, I think this Indiana Pacers team, if, they're, if they all go, I don't care if they're 75 80%, I think they're the more talented team than the Boston Celtics without Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brogdon, Dude, but you were, you're, is a bonus. You're making the Grizzlies argument that I just made against the Warriors. <laughs> you, that's literally the what you just said. The difference is no. Seth Curry is in a tier one. Tatum is tier two. Sure, that's fine. But yeah. at least Tatum has a little bit of help. Just enough. He's got better help than the, than the Warriors. I, I don't well. even know about that. Like, Kemba Walker or Wiggins? I'll take you, Andrew Wiggins. Stop. Kemp, Kemba's hurt, but come on, man. No, oh, are you kidding oh. me? You want Kimba two overpaid yes, players that are playing Wiggins. under par? Yes, I mean, yeah, they're they're both playing under the contract, but I would take. Kemba Walker shooting forty two percent from the field. Uh, that is the definition of inefficiency in a league where everybody's shooting forty eight percent. Like everybody's shooting high efficiency, especially this year where offense has a massive inflation because of the lack of defense, and and in this. Season forty two percent from the field, man. I don't want any of that on my oh, roster. Man. And you're talking about, and you're talking about six footers <laughs> and playoff games. He's gonna be getting picked on by these big bullies on Indiana, man. Malcolm Brogdon, yeah. all these Wait, big bullies. Karis Levert, post up. Let's go. That's what I'm saying, man. I can see it, man. Hey. You're gonna exploit matchups. But Zoo, that means that's that's the Pacers. What third game? So are all of them going to be healthy for three games in a row then? Or two games, sorry? That's right. the reason why I'm not big two with games? Indiana. They're like, oh, hurt. Well, I'm having the faith, man. This Celtics roster, I know they have, no Jay- they, have, yeah, they have no Jalen Brown. I know that's a fact right now. So no Jalen Brown. Sure. They, they don't have – yeah, if, if Jalen Brown was playing, I'm obviously picking the Celtics. Not Jalen Brown. But this guy is a dynamic two-wing player. Two-way, yeah. Two-way wing player. And Legitimate this guy two-way. steps it up. In the playoffs, too. Like, when yeah. the lights shine brightest, this guy starts to take more shots. Like, his efficiency even goes up in the playoffs. It reminds me a lot of Jimmy Butler, like the type yeah. of game, six seven dynamic wing player, strong as a bull, very physical ba- basketball player. And his three-point shot improved a lot. So, without him, no hope, man. Man, this Celtics team don't even got Daniel Tice no more, man. That dude. That's true. That dude on Chicago Bulls. Like, like Robert All Williams. Right. Their, best, their second best player is Evan Fournier right now. Him oh. and Javari Parker. Damn, yeah. Parker. Oh my lord! Hey, I'd say that's rather that's rather comparable to Wiggins and Ubre. Yeah, 
Ah, stop, man. Wiggins still Parker. better than Jabari, man. Jabari Parker's yeah, I'll say passed that. around like a block sure. right now, man. Jabari Parker's been on like 17 in the last couple seasons, man. Jesus sure. Christ. He, can't, he keeps getting signed and weighed every five seconds. Jason no, is not letting that happen, though, man. He's not. He's that good. He's I that can, good. Uh, he, if he gets it done, it'll be a one-man show because Evan Fournier and Marcus Smart on offense. Yep. I mean, let's not sleep on Tatum. Like, I know we talk about Steph has to go for a 50-point piece to even, like, compete with the Lakers or maybe get them into the playoff or to the real playoffs. But Tatum's had a 60-point game. Like, he can go off. So it's not like Tatum mm-hmm. can't just – explode but yeah i i agree to be brogdon yeah that's just the thing i'm just the indiana makes me nervous because they're gonna play but it's like how i gotta see them actually i'd have to see them play because they all are dinged up like lavert's good to go but like brogdon being like iffy the hamstring that could go like sabonis is questionable like i'd have to see if those guys come in and play and they're healthy indiana's gonna make the playoffs because they're just deeper they have more gotta watch gotta watch and play the hornets I think yeah. that's what it's going to see. How, yeah, to. basically, and that's why I'm picking Lamelo because it's just like Lamelo's going to be. He ain't caring. It's freaking carefree. Those guys, yeah, they, they don't even not supposed to be there. So there's going to be. A, it's no. kind of like the aspect with the Warriors. It's just hey, we're just out here playing. Nobody's expecting us to freaking do anything. So the pressure's exactly. on Indiana. Nothing to lose. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, playing. Shout out to Adam Silver and whoever his assistants are that came up with this format. Uh, I think it's a really cool wrench to make everything in terms of the last couple of games important so we are going to follow those playing games uh tomorrow wednesday and we're going to see how it lays out the playoffs will be you know the real playoffs will be starting soon after that and i guess it's going to be the quest of the nba championship and i think this year is going to prove that there's a lot of parity in the league so we're going to we're going to yep. see a lot of different outcomes i think in this year's playoffs so we just wanted to come today and or tonight to do this episode for you guys uh, make sure you guys follow us on bullheaded underscore pod. I'll be putting up all kind of content regarding the play and things of that nature. Make sure you follow us on Anchor, Apple, and Spotify. If you're on Apple, make sure you subscribe and give us five stars because that gets us in the algorithm so you guys can get more episodes, I guess, going to the top of your feet on Apple. Things of that nature. So for me, Sue and P. Bush, we're out.